welcome pioneers we are in our second season and we're doing through the eyes of women motherhood and i am so excited for this one because i don't want to be a mom so maybe this will convince me maybe it won't we'll see how life goes but um we are here today with my future stepmother miss renisha <laughs> Hello, 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 everyone. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, as she told you guys, as Charlotte told you, this is my future daughter-in-law. Um, my name is Renisha Pouncey. I am a 35 and a half year old uh, mother of three. Yep. Um, I have a career right now um, in surgical technology. I work in neurosurgery and um, I love the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's jump into the questions. So first question, what is motherhood? Okay. Uh, what is motherhood? Motherhood, it's exhausting. <laughs> it's um, inspiring. Soul sucking. <laughs> And uh, purpose-giving. Um, it makes you question everything while also feeling like you know it all. Hmm. What are some generalizations about motherhood that need to be shut down? Whew, um, I would say that um, mothers are superwomen, superwomen. Mm, yeah. Um. We, we prioritize um, our children and partners' needs over our own. Juggling several responsibilities and doesn't appear to be yeah. stressed. Um, yeah, that definitely needs to be shut down because yeah. <laughs> we may seem like superwoman, but if we can't um, take care of ourselves, then how can we take care of others? Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Mm -hmm. Is motherhood challenging and why? Um, absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely challenging. Why? Um, because like I said earlier, it's exhausting. Um, you have to deal with your children and take them as they are. Yeah. So it is, it's, it's exhausting, but like I said, it's very inspiring at the same time. So you go through different emotions every day all day <laughs> so it is a challenge but it's rewarding as well is your mother in your life and how has that affected your motherhood she is in my life um but we did not have the best relationship coming as i was um coming up she wasn't very nurturing mm -hmm. so in turn i never wanted my children to feel like i felt Mm -hmm. So I'm a total 360 of my, I'm a total, you know, 360 of my mm -hmm. mom. What she wasn't, I am for mm -hmm. my children. Yeah. Mm. Was being a mom your plan or was it God's plan? Oh, it was definitely God's plan. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was most definitely God's plan. <laughs> I thought I wanted a kid. And then I was like, yeah, nope. I don't want it. I just want it to be me. And then I guess God said, ha, you thought wrong. Because <laughs> now I'm a mother of three. Definitely not. <laughs> Was pregnancy hard for you? Um, 
the pregnancy itself was not uh what was hard for me was i didn't have any um emotional support mm. during the pregnancy so the pregnancy yeah. itself was okay you know i expected the um the morning sickness and mm-hmm. all that came with it um but it was the emotional side yeah. that that was very hard for me mm. how did it change your body <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was, of course it's permanent now but you know it, 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 it got the stretch marks you know that's everybody mm-hmm. like, for me, it was the stretch marks um but um uh I, I've never been a heavy chest girl mm-hmm. but after pregnancy I became Boom. very heavy chest <laughs> <laughs> It's not fun, you know, it's not fun, but that's what happened. Um, as far as everything else go, I had cesareans. So, um, for both of my, I did, I had, I had cesareans for both of my, um, pregnancies. So, um, underneath where the, where the cut is, it's still Mm -hmm. numb and it itches sometimes now. It's weird because it's numb, but it itches. So, um, I can't feel anything. I know (laughs) I couldn't I can't feel anything right there but that's really I guess it's permanent but temporary I guess yeah have you ever miscarried or had a stillborn and how did you get through that I have never miscarried nor have I had a stillborn um however I do know people very close to me who has had both and multiple so um I was just a support system for them because you know I don't know what it's like to lose a child. Yeah. Mm. So I was a you know just being a support system um for them now. However, I know this is not what you asked me, but I have aborted before. Oh, but wow. this was when I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a teenager. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm a, I'm an open book. So I'm going to tell you I was a teenager. Mom was like, no, we can't do this. And, you know, it happened. Uh, I will tell you this. It was something that I never, ever, 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 never want to do again. And I wouldn't encourage anybody. Mm. It was a horrible experience. Mm. Horrible. That was good. I needed that. What do you wish you were told about pregnancy beforehand? Um that you will um, go through different stages of mental instability, instability. (laughs) Mm. Um, Because your hormones are all out of control. Yeah. You will go through different stages of your mental will go through different stages and people neglect to say things like that I guess I don't know people Mm -hmm. are scared to talk about it or afraid to talk about it but you will you will go from hot to cold literally you will go from zero to a hundred in two seconds it's just thank you you're all out of whack you just all out of whack Mm -mm. no thank you this is not appealing (laughs) I mean it's not bad I don't want to discourage you Mm. oh no I was already discouraged going into this (laughs) it's just making me want them even less Uh, what do you wish you were told about motherhood beforehand? That it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I um honestly, I wish I 
just been told anything about motherhood mm-hmm. beforehand because like I said I wasn't trying to hear anything about motherhood because yeah. it wasn't in my plan to have kids mm. so if I was just told just real deal told anything about it yeah it would have helped me out a lot mm. but I, I you know I had a blind ear so mm. I wasn't listening even if they did tell me probably do you have a close slash good relationship with your kids I do now. I do. Um, my children are teenagers now. So good luck. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> They're teenagers now. So um they are talking to me a whole lot more. Um, coming to me, asking me questions. Now they know their mom is a literally an open book. And I'm a firm believer and don't ask questions you don't know what you don't want to know the answer to. Period. So they know if they come to me and ask me a question, I'm going to give them the real answer, regardless as to how it may sound or seem. I'm going to give it to them real. And I feel like that opens a door for them to come to me whenever they need to. So, yes, we are forming a whole lot better relationship than we were when they were younger. What do your kids do that soften your heart? Well, they all do something different. Um, <laughs> my oldest son, he's a, he's a, he's he's my sweetest baby. So he um he writes me notes or letters or and um, texts me. I know texts me these little long texts about how mom you're doing a great job. I love you. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> This is three paragraphs. What do you want? What what is it that you want? Because I know you want something. Um, (laughs) uh, My daughter, I have one girl, one daughter. Uh, She texts me every morning. And she says, good morning, mom. I love you. Have a good day at work. Every morning. Uh, My uh, other son, he's, I guess he's the flatterer. Mom, you look so good. I love that. You know that. Now that that makes me feel wonderful. I'm like, boy, stop. <laughs> Thank That's you. Right. <laughs> How do you deal with disobedience physically and emotionally? Disobedience. Okay. Um. Well, like I said, since they're teenagers, I don't have to do any physical, which I thank the Lord. That I don't have to do any physical to these children right now. <laughs> um, I think I did all the physical when they was drunk, so they know Mama crazy. So let's not get into that. Um, but mentally, um, emotionally, I just really just you know what I just put them on punishment. You know, this is what we do. You know, we don't do yeah. that here. Give me your phone. Give me that Xbox Five. Ain't that a five? Mm-hmm. Oh, not Xbox? Uh, PlayStation Five. Hand it over. Give yeah. me your phone. I need all of the devices. Mm-hmm. And you can't go anywhere. You're stuck in your room. You're stuck in the house with me looking at me. Merry Christmas. <laughs> looking like, at me, looking at you, looking at you. Stuck and looking at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> you know, I mean, and that kind of just gets them like, dang, I can't do nothing. Can't it, go anywhere. It kind of wears them down mentally. They're yeah. like, I don't like it. So, um, but like I don't have to do anything physically with the kids yeah. right now. What are you trying to, or what do you want to instill in your sons? In my sons, uh, to be men, 
Uh, uh, you can go ahead and preach. I always. I mean, I mean, you know, to 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 be men, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about, and 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 I thank God that I do have respectable young men. I yeah. do, and they're in this group right now called Young Kings. Oh, and um. And they um they teach them how to go for interviews, how to dress, how to talk, and if they they're, yes. they're it's like a mentoring program, so that's helping them out a lot. And I have respectable mm-hmm. young young men, and I'm so appreciative of that. But I'm teaching them to be men out here. Yeah. Don't be out here just because you see or you listen to it. That is not the life that you need to live. Mm-hmm. Our black men are dying daily, mm-hmm. every single day. They're being stereotyped. You're you're stereotyped right now as yeah. you stand here, as you lay here. Mm-hmm. So I need you to be careful. I need you to be man. I need you to be respectable, young man. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to instill in them, and to you know, be clean. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, be clean. You know, don't no man want don't no woman want no dirty man. No, no, we don't. Be clean. They're like well-groomed <laughs> men, respectable men. I don't care what you see on TV or what you what you mm-hmm. you know what society tells you yeah. that you need to be. You know that you are the son of a king. Mm-hmm. Thus, therefore, I need you to act like it. Mm, yeah. What are you trying to, or what do you want to instill in your daughter? Just the same for for my daughter to be a lady. To be a lady. Keep yourself clean. Mm-hmm. Make sure you clean up. I need you to know how to act in public. I yeah. do not mind you going out, having a good time, even when you get grown, get older. But I need you to act like a lady in public regardless as to what you see because mm-hmm. society right now is oh my gosh is telling our children yeah to, to do be whatever be whatever this and, yeah. to be, and you gotta be mm-hmm. this and you gotta be that to get attention yeah, act this way talk oh that way yeah it's horrible mm-hmm. so i'm teaching my kids and still in my children that is not the way you have to act to get attention yeah that is not the way you have to act to get ahead in life. You do not. You yeah. do not have to do that. I just want y'all to be respectable young men, a respectable young lady out here in these streets, and don't embarrass your mama. Period. <laughs> Please don't embarrass me. <laughs> so <laughs> don't, don't embarrass me out here in these streets now. Okay. What are some unspoken promises, principles, characteristics, um, etc.? So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. That you want them to grasp just by watching you. Just by watching me. Um, laugh and love. Mm. Um, 
take care of yourselves, but also take care of others. You can't expect it in return because everybody is not going to love like you. Everybody's not going to treat you like you treat them. Yeah. But you do it because the word says you do it. And be godly. Know, know who your father is and know that he's always there. You can always go to him. You can turn to him at any time yeah. that you need to. Yeah, my we go we go to church together, we pray together, talk together. Mm-hmm. We do all these things, and I want them to get that from me. I'm very active in my church, so I want them to be able to know for themselves because they're not they're no longer on, under the covering. Yeah, under my covering. They're on their own. They have to have their own relationship with God. So I want them to get that from me. See that in me so that they can do it themselves and go out and help others. Um, How do you incorporate your walk with Christ into your parenting? You kind of touched on it a little bit. Well, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, just touched on that. Um, Like I said, just um, we talk talk about God. We incorporate scripture. And like I said, we go to church and I, I don't, I don't want to be the one to pressure or to make my children be active in church because you know, that's what our parents used to do to us. Hey, you got to do this. But, but I do. Um, you're gonna sing, you're gonna dance, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do Mm -hmm. that. Um, because, I didn't want to, and I didn't understand why I was being made to, but I do now. Yeah. They might not understand it. They might not even like it. But when you get older and you get out and you, and you see, mm-hmm. you're like, wow. I get makes it so now. much sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you balance work, your spouse, ministry, kids, and your own personal walk with God? Hmm. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> um, I just do it. I just do it. I make time for everything. This is, okay, personally for me, this is how a day goes for me. Mm-hmm. Just just, just a random day. I get up at 5.30. I have to be to work for 6.30. I work from 6.30 to 3. From 3 till five i have a little free time so either i'll go to the store and get something for dinner or come home and cook or whatever i need to do at five o'clock i go to workout sometimes after workout i got practice about 7 30 i'm back at the house and at that time that's where that's wind down time i go talk to the kids talk to the husband Fiance, husband, he's gonna be husband. So I'm calling husband. <laughs> Talk to the husband, spend a little time. We kick it about ten o'clock. Ready for bed. <laughs> so that's a typical day for me. No, that's not including some of the days that I have extra stuff to do. Like today, I had a head to do. So, um, she said, "Wake up at five thirty. No, Lord. 
I mean, hey, I mean, that's what time I got to get up. And, you know, I'm, I, I like to help people. Um, so tomorrow we actually have revival. So my day is going to start like normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go home. And then I have revival at seven. And I actually have a head to do after revival. And I told the girl the hair that I'm doing, she doesn't know anything about hair or makeup. And I'm kind of like a one-stop shop. So <laughs> I told her that I would risk my sleep for the next morning, Thursday morning. I will be at her house at 530 to do her makeup for no, her interview no, for no, Thursday. No. Yes. So. You're a good one because I'm not sacrificing my sleep. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I want to I help. help her out. She asked me um, and she asked me before, hey, I need your help. I want to make over. I want to do this. I want to do that. So when she said something about uh, they have like this, they're doing like online something, something, something mm -hmm. and video something. And she, they told them they need to dress up, be cute and put on makeup. She's like, I don't know anything about makeup. Can you help me? About that. So yes, that's my, um, that's my day. And I just, I really honestly don't know how I do it. I just do it. And I just kind of, put on my you know my breastplate of righteousness and my all of that my, my full armor and i just go for it just getting out there <laughs> what challenges do you have as the woman of the house and how do you overcome them challenges uh as a woman of the house i don't really have any challenges um i have an awesome husband <laughs> um he kind of just lets me do my thing mm -hmm. He's just like, um, you know, this is your house. I'm just here to help you, whatever. <laughs> Good job. Good idea. Right idea. <laughs> I don't really have challenges. Like, I don't like I don't like washing dishes. That's my thing. I hate washing dishes. I'll you clean love the kitchen. Washing dishes. I'll mm. clean the kitchen. I'll make the kitchen spotless, but I am not touching a dish. So they know that. So somebody washed the dishes. It ain't, it's not me though. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess if you want to say that's a challenge, but I really, honestly, I really don't have a challenge at this moment. We'll check as back. A woman of the house. We'll, we'll check back in two years. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, what falls through the cracks because of everything that happens on a daily basis? What area are you slacking in? Uh, honestly, it's the time with the kids mm -hmm. because I'm gone majority of the day. Yeah. And when I get home, it's late and I, you know, it's time for them to eat, take a bath and go to bed. Yeah. So it's the, it's the catching up with the children on a daily that yeah. falls through the cracks because I'm gone all day. Mm. So, um, that's something to be worked on yeah and you know so on the weekends we try to do more as a family to make up for the week yeah yeah do you find yourself overcompensating in any way for any reason um yes i do it's um the physical with the children like um the nurturing aspect of it because my mom yeah. didn't give it to me Mm -hmm. So in turn, you know, I've always vowed not to be like my mom because I actually needed a hug sometimes. Yeah. I needed a kiss or, you know, a touch. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And um, she's to this day, my mom is still like that. No, don't hug on her. Don't kiss on her. Um, so I, I find myself doing that a lot for my children because I don't ever mm-hmm. want my kids to feel as if they're lacking that in yeah. any way. Like they didn't get any of that from me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you do on the days you want to quit? Mm. Pray. Yeah. I um I pray and I, I, I talk 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 to God and I talk to my spouse. He's pretty good at giving encouraging word. Yeah. Um, so and I listen to gospel and Christian music and I just kinda get my sight myself together. Now I, and I'm not gonna lie, I talk to myself and give myself a little pep talk like girl, no man, we're not gonna do this today. <laughs> Period. You got this. <laughs> keep going you know it's it's, yeah. it's self-motivation mm-hmm. they can other people can talk to you and they can tell you what they think you want to hear and they can motivate you all day long but you have to have yeah. that self-motivation for yourself mm-hmm. to keep on moving and keep on pushing forward so mm-hmm. <laughs> for me it's the girl get your life yeah period <laughs> get your life <laughs> together you got it it's okay you know, if you gotta cry, you cry a little bit, but it's okay. Pick yourself up and get back together, and let's go. And mm-hmm. Let's go out here and get this, and let's get it. Yeah. Who has helped support you through your journey as a mother? Honestly, nobody at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I had to learn it for myself at first because mm-hmm. uh, my mom was not very happy when I did uh, get pregnant. Yeah. For the first one or the second pregnancy she wasn't very happy for me and you know she just she was not there yeah it like I said emotionally for me at that time so I had kind of had to learn it I had to wing it at the beginning yeah. so it was I was kind of just me uh, until I met until I um met my church family and yeah. I realized that I had a lot in common with some of the people there and they had children around the same age and they were my and they were the ladies were my age. So they um, actually helped and encouraged me a lot mm-hmm. on my motherhood journey. I have calmed down a whole lot. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was borderline child abuse. The children <laughs> was getting to my nerves. <laughs> I have called. That's why I said I did a lot of the physical when I was, they was younger. So now and then, oh, I don't have to do that because they know their mama kind of crazy. So. <laughs> but my uh, my church family has definitely, definitely, definitely um, helped me through this this motherhood journey, and they're still continuing because we need to lean on each other. So lean on me. Dead point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is one thing you were told by your mother that you use often? <laughs> Don't no man want a nasty woman. <laughs> On period. Say it again for the people in the back. I don't think they heard you. Don't no man want no nasty woman. My mom, oh my goodness, tell told me that a lot. And I and and, and you know, coming up, I was like, okay. And I I didn't want to hear that. But because you know, as young kids, or you know, you don't want to clean up all the time, and you don't yeah. want to do this and do that. Um, so I wasn't trying to hear that. But you know, like I said, coming up, and when I went to college and had a roommate and all of that, and then you know, guys and all. So yes, that's one thing my mama did tell me 
that I hear in my head and I tell my daughter that don't no man want on the next one. <laughs> Keep yourself together. What is one thing you wish she would have told you? Anything. Mm. I wish she would have told me anything about motherhood because like I explained earlier, she wasn't, like I said, very nurturing. Yeah. And she wasn't happy when I got pregnant. So um, I wish she had just told me anything. Yeah. About motherhood. What is one thing you want to tell other mothers? To um, learn with your children. Mm-hmm. Grow with them. Remember, they are humans. Yeah. Um, they have their, not you. Mm. They have their own personality. Yeah. They're their own person. We get it so confused and, you know, and, and maybe, maybe it's just me, but, you know, everybody has their own certain thing. Yeah. And, you know, you try to make your kids eat what you want them to eat. And I get it. I get it. You got to force vegetables and all that stuff down the aisle. But think about you. Think about, do you like to eat this? Do you like to eat that? Your kid may not like to eat sandwiches or this is the so so remember just because they are children they are still human beings and they have their own personalities and own taste buds and their own thing so just learn your children and grow with them as they grow yeah and sometimes you have to relearn them because who they were when they were younger they're not going to be there as teenagers yeah so learn them and grow with them what do you tell your kids often? That I love them. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I tell them I love them because they need to hear it. Yeah. They need to hear it. I don't care how old. I don't care who. I don't care what gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they need to hear that somebody loves them. And they need to yeah. not just, you know, not just know or in their mind, oh, my mama love me. I want you to know. I want you to hear it. I want you to hear that I love you and I'm proud of you. I love you and I'm proud of you. Those are the two things that they hear. I love you and I'm proud of you. Mm. What do you think needs to be talked about more as it pertains to motherhood? Um, the different stages of motherhood. Mm. And what I mean by that is you have the, oh my goodness, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to be a mother. This is so wonderful. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to meet you, bundle of joy. I'm going to love you forever. You got that. And then you get the baby here and you was like, oh my God, I love my baby. I love my baby. But then it goes, I love my baby, but I'm so darn tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I just want to sleep, but they don't want to sleep. And then you get to the stage where somebody come get this kid because I'm about to go crazy. Somebody come get him. 
And then you get to the stage, you're like, oh, my kid is okay. But hey, you're talking too much. Just leave me alone. Just stop. You're okay. We're good. You're talking too much. But then you get to the stage where, oh, I'm going to box you. I'm going to put you in the ring. There's no more belts. Me and you, so I'm going to go toe to toe right now. 101. Let's go. And then you get to the, the stage where all you ask for is money. Like, you can't. All you owe is money. So you don't call me to say, hey, mom, how you doing? It's the, hey, mama, can I borrow $10? Oh, God. Can I do, can I do so, so, I mean, it's, I, it's the different stages of motherhood that nobody's talking about. Everybody's talking about the, the initial state of motherhood or a general state of motherhood yeah. but there are so many different stages yeah. that we need to be speaking about and we need to have help with. yeah do you think that there is a lack of mothers in life i do um and it's the generation preach preach it's preach. It's, it's, it's the generation it's it's one thing to get pregnant and have a kid yeah but to be a mother to mm -hmm. a child is totally there, different. Yeah. It's totally different. And and and, and like I said, it's, it's it's the generation. I'm a millennial, but not this kind of millennial. <laughs> this, this this is this this is different. This is a different type of trifling. Like <laughs> trifling, but this is a different type of trifling mother right here. I don't I don't I don't really know. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um but yes, we are lacking in mothers because some of the mothers and I and I don't knock anybody because things happen because I was one who got pregnant early. But some yeah. of the mothers coming out at 15, 16 years old and your the grandmother is 30. Yeah. Or 35, and the great grandmother is 48 yeah. or 50. You know so what I mean? Repeating like, generational cycles. Yeah. Yes, it's 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 the generation and nobody is 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 giving them sound advice and sound yes. encouragement. Mm -hmm. Like it's, we're we're lacking in that department when it yeah. comes to it. So um, most definitely, we are lacking. We are uh, lacking in mothers. And I would say not even just mothers. I would say women in general. Like Absolutely. just women who are going to be women, so to speak. Right. Like Absolutely. not. And know the difference, because I think I, I struggle with that sometimes myself. Know the difference between you being a woman and letting a man be a man. And knowing right. that difference and walking and working in that difference. Because we're so used to, especially like us, like dad, he's in our life, but he wasn't physically in the house. Right. So because of that, mom raised us. So now all mm -hmm. three of us are independent as crap. So it's like, I, I think to myself often, I'm like, I say I want to be in a relationship, but do I really have the capacity to let him be the man? Because right. I'm just so used to being independent. And it's like, I, I'm, I see that a lot in my peers, but I also see the ones who don't even know or even are, are trying to learn about what it means to be a wife or what it means to be a mother. But yet you're asking to be a wife and you're asking to be a mother, but you're not taking the time to genuinely learn. Like, you're not a good person. So, you know, you're not. Right. Uh, that's why I want to try that. 
Get your life together just a little bit. But who, I, who am I? Who am I? Because I mean, you say you want to be a wife, but are you actually putting yeah, the work to be one? Exactly. Like, be, let's be or a mother. Mm-hmm. Are you actually putting the work? You need to look at, take yeah. a look at your life first. Yeah. But and what are you willing to sacrifice? And I think water because yeah. it's deep over here. Yeah, and I think that's what I I see a lot in my peers. They don't they're not willing to sacrifice anything, and it's like you can't have anything good in life without sacrifice, especially being Absolutely. a parent. And that's like one Absolutely. of my biggest things. The reason why I don't want to be a parent, like I'm a little selfish. I don't want to be sacrificing that. I'm just being honest. I don't want to share my food with you. Why am I wiping your butt? I know you're a baby, but you you should be able to wipe your own butt. Like I just. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I know myself, so I'm just like, no. But uh, I was having a conversation with my mom the other day, and I can't even remember what we were talking about or how we even got to the, how, how we got to this. But I told her, I was like, to where he opens his mouth, and before anything comes out, I, I anticipate and or I already know what he's going to ask for because I've taken the time to, to learn him and to learn his right. habits, his preferences. And it's like how many people my age aren't thinking about that. They're just having babies or they're just getting married, but they're not like, what kind of mom do I want to be? What kind of dad do I want to be? What kind of wife? What kind of husband? Who, who, what do I want to be? What do I want to be known for when they hear my name? And I, a lot of, I, I feel like at least or my peers, they don't think like that a lot of times. And I'm like, it's, it's fine. It's cool. Just right. keep raising jerks and buttholes absolutely see that's exactly why i'm saying i want my kids to be men and women out here young ladies and young men because it's fine nobody's thinking like that no Mm -mm. they're not they're not thinking about things like that Mm -mm. nope and then you wonder why the generation is is cursing yes Yes, and it's like you wonder why the generations keep getting lost and lost, like oh more lost than the oh one before. It's like, yeah. but it's literally the blind leading the blind. <laughs> literally, literally, literally. Everybody got walking canes. Like, what's up? <laughs> literally, literally. You <laughs> and I, dogs and crab. Like, no that part. <laughs> so annoying. <sighs> what is your hope for your future as a mother? Whew, that I inspire my children, that I am an inspiration to them, that they mm-hmm. can go on with their life and look at me or think about me and say, my mom taught me this. Wow. And they can th- think about their mom. Yeah. When things happen or like, you know what? My mama told me this was going to happen. Yeah. Or my mama taught me this. She told me this. she did this. Yeah. I saw my mama work through this and she made it and she did. I want yeah. to be an inspiration to my children. That's my, that's my future hope as a mother that I inspired them enough. Yeah. And did well enough by them. So when they do mm-hmm. get out into the world, that they don't become of the world. Mm, yeah. What is your hope for your kids? Hope for my children that they be successful. And my hope for my children is that they be the best them that they can possibly be. Yeah. And when they go off and have children, that they be the best mother, the best father that they yeah. can possibly be to their children. Okay, so we're wrapping up. So the last two questions I always ask in every episode. Um what do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? Do better. 
Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I hate to be a jerk about it, but do better. Yeah. Find you someone who inspires you. A woman, a man who you can look up to and yeah. cling to them. Someone who's going into in the right direction yeah. with their life, the right path hold on to them, cling to them, ask questions, get advice, yeah. anything. But this generation of mothers and women and men, we have to do better. Yeah. Because we are better. We were made for greatness. Yeah. We just have to do it. We just have to be great. And I know it sounds a lot you know, it sounds it, it sounds good. Yeah. It sounds good. But actually putting it to work yeah. is the problem. Mm -hmm. So I would say find you someone, cling to them, learn from them, and grow. And just do better. It is never too late to start over. Never too late to start fresh. Yeah. We just have to do better. And what is something that you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? Be men and fathers. Mm, yeah. And and that's just it. Be mm -hmm. men and fathers. Yeah. Like I said about the women, men, I know it's hard to find good mentors. It's hard no, to find God, good yeah. men to look up mm -hmm. to because every, everywhere you see, uh, every corner you turn around, you got somebody throwing money at you or doing this yeah. and doing that, just being jerks out here. Yeah. Want to be thugs and want to do this and want to do that. And you got guys not taking care of their families, not taking care mm -hmm. of their children, mm -hmm. on child support, back child support. Yeah. Still out doing what they want to do, but the kids suffering for it. Yeah. So um, I just encourage the men the boys, the young men to be men, yeah. be an example for those coming up behind you because yeah. they're watching what you do and they mimic what mm -hmm. you do. So if you are a good man, if you are a mentor, if you are trying, you're putting your best foot forward, yeah. then those coming up behind you will see that and they'll mimic it. Yeah. The, this generation is 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 sucked into social media mm -hmm. and and YouTube and everything like that. So if they see good men, yeah, they will be. mimic mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they will try to they will try to do what they are doing. Mm -hmm. So for the men that's that's here, I just say be better men. Yeah. Do better, just like yeah. the women. Let's do better. Yeah. And to add to that, I would also say men realize, understand, and step into the authority that you have. The, God, the way God structured it, you were supposed to be the leader. You're and supposed to be the leader. I feel like a lot of women 
like we unintentionally and sometimes intentionally take away their power and their authority. Mm-hmm. So men step up and be men. You make the decisions. Don't be indecisive. No, like you be the leader that you are called to be, that you were literally born to be. It's not queen and king. King comes first for a reason. You are supposed to be the head. So step into your authority, walk in it. And I'm not telling you to be cocky or to be arrogant about it, but just know who you are. When you make a decision, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise. As long as you have good sound advice, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I agree. Well, with that, beautiful people, thank you so much. This was so good. And for everyone listening, go follow, go share, do all the things. And I cannot wait to see you in the next one. Bye, Pioneers. Bye, beautiful people. Bye.